This week on The Breakup Breakdown. I've never been in love with anyone else but him. We were going in two different directions. We broke up. He got engaged. I went onto his Facebook and I saw the engagement photos. Then a few days later, they were gone. Of course, I thought it was a failed engagement. To ask your ex-boyfriend if his engagement failed or to not ask your ex-boyfriend if his engagement failed. That is the question that we are going to answer on this episode of The Breakup Breakdown. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. You know we're back for another messy breakup. If you're a longtime listener, you know the drill. If you've got a story you want to tell, if you've got a story you want me to inquire about. If you've been following someone for a hot second and you think they've gone through a breakup and you want me to inquire, you know I'll slide into those DMs. All you gotta do to submit is head to this episode description, scroll down to the part where it says submit a breakup story and you'll see the little questionnaire there. Also, if there's a part of the interview where you just want to jump to, there are timestamps also in the episode description. And you know I always appreciate positive reviews. So if you like this podcast, feel free to leave a review of five stars, whatever you're feeling. Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome back to another episode of The Break. Breakup Breakdown. This week, our submission is coming once again from TikTok. This has been a fun new adventure of me getting tagged in the messiest breakups on the app. And I probably said this on, it wasn't last episode, it was like two weeks ago, where our friend Lacey told TikTok that she got stood up the day before her wedding. We had to figure out what happened. I was like, that's the most I've ever been tagged in a video. And then like two days later, this girl's video popped up and I was like, oh, this one takes the cake. And seriously, once you hear the video, you're going to be hooked. I was like, who do I have to call to figure out how this relationship ended? But before we get into it, I want to let you know what domestic violence shelter we are supporting this week. We're headed straight to Los Angeles. Apparently that's where most of you live. My podcast service says 20% of my audience or whatever lives in LA. So hey, West Coast. This week we're supporting the Jeunesse Center in Los Angeles. And actually Halle Berry is heavily involved in this organization. And like, I love Halle Berry. So if she supports it, I want to help out too. So I'm actually going to link their website in this episode description. If you want to learn more how you can support the Jeunesse Center. Okay. So into the episode and you know, I could go on some whole spiel about what I saw and what people were saying when they got tagged, but you know what? Let me just play the TikTok audio so you can understand why people were losing their minds trying to figure out why this relationship ended. So my ex-boyfriend got engaged in May. I found out beginning of July that he was engaged from someone you know, someone who went to high school with him. A few days later, the engagement falls through. It's a failed engagement. They're no longer engaged. Couldn't have planned it better myself. What a treat. What a pleasure. My douche canoe of an ex-boyfriend who's wearing a shirt I bought him from Urban Outfitters in the engagement photos gets dumped. The engagement falls through because I'm pretty sure after she met his psycho family, she dumped him. I'm pretty, I'm like 100% sure. But anyways, I had a very vivid dream last night about him because I've been wanting to know the tea. I want to write a song about it. I want to know why the engagement failed. And I had a dream about him last night and I asked him why the engagement failed. That's how much I want to know. And he said, because he cheated on her. Never saw him as a cheater, but now I'm wondering, did the universe come into my dreams. What a wild ride that was. <laughs> <laughs> this guy lives in her head. Like she is <laughs> rent free. Is, he is rent free in there. But I get being like mad. The dream thing is so interesting to me because I'm really introspective. I always like to look back on my dreams and be like, what does that mean? Yeah. I always had this reoccurring dream. I mentioned this before that I'm about to walk down the aisle and I'm like, don't do it. Oh, so God. I, I always think that your dreams are trying to tell you something, which is interesting. And this is a question I want to ask her. Did he have any signs of infidelity with you? Is that why you think he cheated on her? Yeah, she did say she didn't see 
see him as a cheater. So I wonder about like what made her go, oh, well, maybe he did. I didn't see him like that, but maybe he would do that. I know. That's Is what it I just mean. like generic? Well, he's a guy. He probably would anyway. Like, <laughs> So she theorized that he would have left after meeting his crazy family. Yeah. And so I also want to know, like, when you say crazy. Yeah. Like how. <laughs> what's the spectrum? Justin, yeah. what's your spectrum of crazy? What would you consider 0.5 crazy? And then. <laughs> so like, yeah, like what's like 10 is the most crazy or so, like. So let's say a one. The family has like general short temper. Like there's okay. there's some arguments at Thanksgiving. It's a little uncomfortable. Sure. Some political differences. Yeah. And 10 is like someone's hidden a body somewhere. The problem is like you could go with like so far removed, like not even involved. But even that then puts them higher up on the scale because like if your family's not involved, why? Like it's it opens like a bunch of questions. You know what I mean? So you want somewhere like in between. You want a healthy balance of like they are involved and you might get a little bit annoyed by them being involved, but that's better than not being involved at all. If it's a one through 10, if the family's like a four in terms of involvement, that's probably like the perfect amount. Like they're there and maybe you see them on holidays Mm -hmm. and they're in your business. They talk to you. They're willing to help out, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like them being like, so when are you having your first kid and why are you naming it Joshua? You know, like like a, it's like a 0.5 on the scale. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. Joshua, how dare you? I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it feels like you don't want them involved at all, Mm -hmm. but you do want them involved. If that makes sense. Well, here's my theory. If she's talking about both how crazy the family is and all these photos getting deleted of their engagement. Yeah. What if, and just hang with me here for a second. What if the family somehow either didn't approve, didn't allow it or didn't want it. Yeah. Of the engagement of this girl. And they were the ones to initiate all of the photos getting deleted. Like you take those down. Right. And the other question could be like the way she said it, like it wouldn't surprise me if it was the crazy family. Well, maybe the person that he got engaged to also had a crazy family and crazy families clash. Oh my gosh, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. The Montagues and the Capulets. Yeah, like can't be together. So like it just didn't work out. Now they're not together. Like that could probably be it too. Another statement that was made in there is he was in a shirt that she bought him for the engagement photo. Yeah. That's aggressive. You know what that kind of reminds me of? I'm also on Swift Talk to where like everyone's decoding Easter eggs and everything Taylor posts is some yeah, kind of sign sure. that she's... To me, that's like a boyfriend, an ex-boyfriend Easter egg. Yeah, like, 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 yeah. even though I'm proposing to this girl, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, like, like I'm just letting you know I'm still thinking about you. The other problem is, like, he probably didn't even realize, it's, like... What if it's... It might be just, like, a really nice... That's and, what I mean. Like, if it's a button-up nice polo or something, like... Just a great, expensive shirt that he's like, this right. would look great for my proposal. Right, like, have no idea that it was even one that she got him. Like, that's a thing that I think women think about that more than guys with, like, I just put on a shirt How in the morning. How do you not think about what... Did you think about what you wore for your proposal? Absolutely not. I wore what Nicole told me to wear. <laughs> what? She literally said, I want you to wear a gray, uh, it was like a V-neck, like it's just a plain gray shirt with actually, I think the, probably these pants that I'm wearing now. Yeah. <laughs> so she knew that she was getting proposed to? She was like, turn around and change. Oh, no, no, no. When we took like the engagement photos and stuff. Oh, no, oh, no. When I'm, we went, I'm talking about on the actual engagement day. Absolutely not. No idea. I, d- I don't even remember what I was wearing. What? I have no idea. I think I was wearing, I was wearing khaki shorts. I have it planned out. I don't even have kind of a boyfriend. <laughs> See, like, I mean, it's hard to be dressed up for it. Like, from the guy's perspective, you have to then trick the person into being dressed up without being too suspicious. None of you plan it accordingly. And also, dudes, casual dress, like, you could play it off so easily. Well, I guess since we work in radio, like, when are you ever really, like, in a suit? That's what I mean. But you can play it off, like, like my cousin just got engaged, and we were all going to, like, a nice dinner. And then right before the dinner, he popped the question. Yeah. So there are ways around it. You You do have to do that stuff. Yeah, and, and it helps, like, for me, it was when I was talking to her dad. He was like, okay, well, if you're going to propose tonight, I'll find a reason for 
for us to like have to get dressed up so that Nicole puts on something Is that she'll want to be suspicious. Yeah, yeah, right. So that we do that. And so, so I mean, that's how that worked. If it was a very like, I don't know, like not me sliding into this dude's DMs being like, why did you choose why did that, you button, that down? button now? But it's like, you know, it, it could be different. Like if it's like a gator shirt or something, like, I don't know, maybe the girl, maybe it's on like game day. Well, yeah, but or it's like, I don't know, like my ex was a gators fan. So I had a gator shirt in the past from her. I don't have it now that you were planning to propose. To <laughs> and I was going to propose to Nicole in it. No, but it was like I wore that shirt numerous times after we broke up to Gator tailgates and stuff. That's different. That's oddly specific. If this is yeah. just like a Ralph Lauren polo. Yeah, just like a nice. Well, no, that's even like still kind of normal. But if it's like a specific shirt, especially on like a day where you're kind of expected to plan out your outfit, it's right. a little sus. It, it is. So a all that being said, my final theory. Okay. I do think maybe this guy was still harboring feelings for her. Maybe. Maybe that's why she was still having dreams about him. So he was still kind of in her head somehow. And then because of those feelings, maybe, maybe he had some kind of like panic attack the night before the proposal and the family kind of got triggered because of that and then wanted him to break and then wanted him to break up with this girl. And then he goes and proposes to her anyway. That's the narrative I'm writing. She made it sound like it was a quick turnaround from like the breakup to getting engaged to this next person. So that's another part of it that like could have been that maybe feelings were still there. And once you realize you're you're proposing like this is forever. So that kind of you start putting things in perspective that way. So you think he just got cold feet and was like, take these backsies. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, let's figure it out and break down this week's breakup. You have been lighting up the For You page. People want to know what happened, but we got to start from the beginning. We got to get some context on who this ex is. Start with like how you met this person. Give me some context on your relationship. Yeah. So we met when I was in grade 10. I was part of the Jew crew. That's what we called ourselves at our high school was the Jew crew because we were all Jewish kids. I left that high school. And so I went to a different high school for grade 11 and 12. And we ended up like reconnecting at this party. Like we just hit it off right away. It was very teenage love. Like I've never been in love with anyone else but him. It was very just like passionate and just like head over heels for each other. Yeah, there's nothing quite like falling in love with someone once your frontal cortex has not developed just because you blindly fall into it. Now that I'm 25, I'm like, I don't know if I can fall in love with anybody. So how long did you guys date? How long was it for? We dated for three years. Oh my gosh. That's a long time. It is a long time, especially when you start dating someone at like 16. That's a long time. Yeah, I've never been in a relationship in my 20s. Like the only relationship I've ever really had was in my teenage years. So it's very strange now because now I feel like I have so high standards that anyone who walks in, I'm like, "Mm, I just rather be single. I like being single. As you should be. And how did you guys end? Was it like a pretty civil breakup? Not really. (laughs) You know what? I will say this about him. He was a really amazing boyfriend. He really was. Like he treated me incredibly well. It was kind of me the problem. I was a bitch. And that's okay. Like I'll admit to it. I was going through a really rough hatch because my dad really wanted me to go to university and I really didn't want to. I had a really bad experience in high school and there was just a lot of pressure and I put that out on him. And when we broke up, I tried to break up with him a few times. He ended up breaking up with me and then he went to South Africa for five weeks to visit his family. And then that was kind of like the blow, like the the reason why we ended things. And then six months later on Christmas Eve, which is fine. I know it sounds bad, um, but I'm a Jew, so I don't really care about Christmas. But he messaged me on Christmas Eve and was like, hey, Posey, just want to let you know, I just enrolled into the Israeli army. Yeah. And I won't be back to Canada in two years. And I just like sobbed my eyes out. I was so upset. That came out of left field. Wasn't expecting that. No. Okay. When you say you were trying to break up with him, what, like, why were you trying to dump this guy? Well, his family is crazy. So his twin sister is a complete 
complete nut job. He even hates her. Like he hates his sister. His dad was brutal towards me. He hated me. His mom and his mom's parents were the only ones who actually liked me. But yeah, so basically I almost didn't ever feel welcome in their house. Whereas my family was like treated him like their son. Like my grandma adored him. So that was kind of the reason why we broke up because I felt like his family didn't treat me well. And you know, when you're with someone, you're also with their family. It's like the saying, you marry someone, you marry their family. You want to have a good like in-laws. So that was it too. I also just felt like we were growing apart. We were going in two different directions. You know, we just couldn't support each other anymore. But it sounds like at first he didn't want to break up. So why was he clinging on to this relationship? Was he just like, I love you so much? Because it was good pussy. (laughs) And so then why did he finally break up with you? Probably because I was just too crazy. He probably thought I got to cut this bitch off. Like I was a nightmare. I just would get really mad at him all the time and I would lash out and all the pressure I felt from my dad, I would put out on him. So I would have broken up with me too. Like I don't blame him for breaking up with me. This is so interesting. All the people that have come on on my podcast have been women talking about their bad experiences and how bad their exes have been to them. But I love that we're finally having someone being like, yeah, actually I was the problem. Okay. So he goes off to fight for the Israeli army and you say that he got engaged to somebody. Who is this person? Do you know this person? Is it somebody from your life? Somebody he met in Israel or South Africa? So basically what happened was, is he went into the Israeli army. um, And then a year later I had moved to Toronto and he reached out to me and he said that he was really missing me. He was having a really hard time in the army because he didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was because he was getting stabbed and shot at. He was on like the front lines basically. And he had basically just signed up for like safe and rescue, which is just like rescuing Israeli soldiers. So his mental health was really, really terrible, which mine would have been too. I don't want to sleep in mud banks, but yeah. So he contacted me. Um, We reconnected over COVID January, 2021. He moved back to Israel to live as a citizen because the only reason he wanted to move back to Israel was because for the first 10 years of you being an Israeli citizen, you get 10 years of tax free. So you can tell he's a Jew because he's like, I want to live in a country where it's tax free. So yeah, so he moved to Israel because it's tax free. January, 2021, they got married September, 2022. So that's not a long time. That's what, like a year and a half. So I'm assuming they probably have only dated for like a year. I'm assuming. And then they got engaged in May, 2022. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming they only knew each other for maybe eight months to a year before they got engaged. So this whole thing got started because of a TikTok you posted where you were like, I think my ex just got dumped by the person he got engaged to two days before. So paint the picture for what this engagement looked like. Like, how did you find out about it? Did you see it on social media? What happened? So I actually found out from the guy that I was seeing at the time. So it's actually all of his fault. Do they know each other? Yes. So the guy that I was seeing, he went to high school with my ex and he still had him, I think, on Instagram. So it's really his fault. Basically, what happened was this guy and I started dating. I was going on my birthright trip and for a two month trip to Europe. And I said to him, you know, I really like you, but I've been waiting for this trip for two years. I want to go to Israel and just like kind of have no strings attached, do whatever I want to do. He was really respectful about it. He was totally fine. I get back from the trip in July. Beginning of July, he is like, we see each other for the first time in two months. And he's like, oh, like, did you do anything when you were over in Israel? And I was like, oh, I made out with an Israeli soldier. He was hot. His name was Sahar. Like he was beautiful. He was not a good kisser though. That was the problem. He was a really bad kisser, but he was hot. And anyway, he was like, oh, you made out with an Israeli soldier like your ex? And I was like, ew, no, I have standards. And he was like, oh, and then he got really quiet and he ended up telling me that my ex was engaged and he had been in my hometown while I'd been away. And I was like, oh, that's really strange because he messaged me three months before he proposed to her asking to 
see me when I was in Israel. He messaged me in February and said, oh, I want to see you when you're in Israel. I heard that you're going on birthright from my friend who saw your Insta story. And I want to see you when you come to Israel and I can like, you know, guide you around. And I was like, what are you a fucking tour guide now? Like, no. And I said, no, I was like, I'm not going to see you. You have the biggest ego ever. And then three months later, he got engaged to this girl. And then I went on to his Facebook and I saw the engagement photos beginning of July and they were on there. Everyone had posted them. Everyone had posted them. Then a few days later, I met with my friend for lunch and we were looking at them and she went on his Facebook and I went on his Facebook and they were gone. His father-in-law had deleted them. His fiance had deleted them. His mom was the only one who had them up still. And then he had deleted them too. And then like a couple weeks later, I went on with my coworker and his mom had finally deleted the engagement photos. So everyone had deleted the engagement photos. So that's why I thought, oh, you know, homegirl is now single. They're not engaged anymore. Did I do my due diligence as a detective? I didn't really put that much effort in. No, I was not as good of a detective as I could have been. But like, why would you delete your engagement photos off Facebook? Like, I don't like, of course, I thought it was a failed engagement. If you're like me and the second you get home from work, you are ravenous. You are going to love these new meals I've been trying out from Factor. Factor has delicious, ready to eat meals that you can make in two minutes with pre-prepared, chef-crafted and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. It's so convenient. I have like grocery store ADHD. Anytime I go to like Publix or something, I'm buying everything. And then I come home with no meals. Whereas Factor, it's all the meal prep done for you. You've got 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. If you want to get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go, head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off. Well, yeah, that's just a bizarre thing to do because for every girl I've ever known that's gotten engaged, all they're doing is flashing that ring when they're driving, when they're getting Starbucks. So if I'm you, I'm thinking the same thing. They're done. But what you find out was that wasn't the case. Do you know what happened? I don't totally know what happened. But basically what happened was is that I made the TikTok just one night. I was bored like a few nights ago. It was like 11 p.m. I made the TikTok being like, oh, what a pleasure. Him and his girl have like ended things like this is karma, bitch. You know, basically like a big F you to my ex. Very just immature, but it's fine. And then the next day, this girl that I went to school with who also went to high school with my ex was like, hey, girl, like they posted their wedding photos. Like they got married this weekend and she sent me a photo of their wedding that he had been posting on Instagram. And I was like, no. And then the TikTok that I had made about the failed engagement already had like 400,000 views. And I was like, well, like I am getting followers. So like silver lining, like I guess I'll just, (laughs) some people in my comments were like, girl, this is embarrassing. Why didn't you delete the failed engagement video? And I was like, well, like I'm capitalizing on it. Like I'm a Jew, like any way I can make money or like get followers, I'll keep it up. It's all good. Drama is temporary. Clout is forever. (laughs) (laughs) Although not according to the TikTok algorithm, that thing is fickle. 
It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Anyway, this is now a mystery that I am like determined to figure out. Why did they delete those photos? Like did homegirl think she looked bad in them? Is it like tradition to delete the engagement photos once you get married? I don't know. I'm wildly fascinated. Well, the reason why I made that TikTok in the first place was because I had a very vivid dream about him the night before. And I'd asked him in the dream why the engagement fell through. And he said he cheated on her. And then people in my comments of that video said, oh, maybe he cheated on her and she found out, but then she forgave him. And that's why they ended up getting back together. And then someone also said like, oh, well, you know, Jews, they hate to lose out on like deposits, like wedding deposits. And I was like, that actually could be like a very good reason because we hate losing money. Like anyone hates losing money, but like we hold ourselves to a higher standard. That could have been why too. I don't know. I like want to know so badly, but whose mom do I have to call? Well, I'm also thinking about like, let's say like he did cheat on her. Think about this expensive divorce they're going to have to go through. I mean, to me, like that's almost more expensive than losing out on a wedding. You know, I honestly think the engagement photos were brutal. They were really ugly, but I'm not blaming her at all. People have said that I'm blaming her and I'm like, no, I'm not blaming her. And I actually, I hope she finds out that he reached out to me three months before he got down on one knee because that's messy. And why would you reach out to your ex when you're in a committed relationship? That's just weird. Well, I'm sensing that you feel like this guy is a little shady in the sense that he could have cheated, might have cheated on you maybe. When you got that dream about him saying that he cheated on her, like, why do you think you got that sense? Like, I don't know. Are you just picking up on those vibes or what? I have a sixth sense about him. Like, I remember when I was in Toronto for an entire week, I dreamed about him. And the night that I didn't dream about him was the night he messaged me on Instagram for the first time in a year. And then a few months later, like we hadn't talked and I dreamt about him the next day I woke up, he had messaged me like every single time I dream about him, he messages me or like something happens with him. So it's like the universe is just sending me messages. It's very weird. Listen, at some point, I guarantee you in like six months, whether it's a year, something's going to come out and we're going to have to do some kind of follow up digging or whatever. Oh, what did the engagement photos look like? You said that they were ugly. Now I'm curious. Let me just tell you, this man has grown out his hair. It looks awful, by the way. The guy that I was seeing, the one that told me the tea on the engagement, he's beautiful. He's 6'4", blonde, blue eyed, the most gorgeous like blonde hair you've ever seen. And he's had it long before and it looks good on him. My ex does not have the bone structure. It looks awful on him. It looks like a wet mop. But he was wearing like his hair out, grown out, his glasses. And then he had on this shirt I gave him for his birthday. It was like this shirt from Urban Outfitters. It was like kind of like a flannel, like Aztec vibe shirt. It was like kind of like burgundy and blue and just swatchy and orange and like a hot mess like him, basically. It was like burgundy skinny jeans. He literally looked like he was off to a Lumineers concert. <laughs> what about her? Did she look cute? Can we at least give some love towards her? No, no, this is why I'm upset. This is why I think he's such a shady douche canoe because he looks like he actually got ready and she is in a roots gray hoodie. Her hair is like really messy. It's like in like a messy braid or ponytail. And then she just has jeans on and I think Uggs. And so it looks like he just like dragged her out of bed and proposed to her outside. And then like he looks like he kind of put some styling cream in. And I was like, you know, would it have killed you to at least let her put on like a coat of mascara, you know, maybe look good for the engagement photos. And people in the comments said like, maybe that's why they deleted them because she doesn't look prepared for the engagement. It was like definitely a surprise proposal is what we're picking up on. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's not really fair to her for you to like, I mean, he still didn't look great. His fashion sense was like, whoa, that's a bit wonky. But you know, like it just, it's kind of rude to her. Like I would want to look good for my engagement photos. 
photos. Uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe we don't have like a finalized answer to the mystery that is this engagement turned marriage, but I'm going to go with the theory that she thought she didn't look good because he just dragged her out of bed. Maybe she wanted a root sponsorship. They have a lot of cozy, fleecy things. (laughs) (laughs) And we live in Canada. We need warmth. Maybe Homegirl took that as an opportunity. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know you're a musician and you mentioned writing a song about this. So can we expect a single to come out of this story? Yeah. So I'm actually working on an EP right now. The first single is going to be called Hey and then His Name. And then there's going to be still deciding whether it's going to be four songs or three. But yeah, I am going to have a song on there that's about this. Well, girl, when you drop it, let me know. I'll throw it out on uh, on our Instagram and TikTok. If you ever get a final answer to the story, you know who to call. Oh, I'll be calling you. I also just felt really good about it, too, when I made the failed engagement, because like how embarrassing, like the post had like 400 likes and like 300 comments. How cringeworthy is it to like announce that you're engaged to your friends, your family, your acquaintances, your enemies, your ex, and then three seconds later be like, oh, we're not engaged anymore. Or it looks like we're not engaged anymore. Like that's embarrassing. That's cringeworthy. It's hashtag cringe, but there's nothing more cringe than getting married and admitting to your entire family that you have feelings for someone. Yeah. Or thinking that your ex had a failed engagement, making a TikTok and then realizing they actually did get married. That's a bit cringeworthy too. Cringe is temporary. Clout is forever. On Thursday, Justin and I are going to be breaking down this episode and I may or may not have a special surprise to reveal on Thursday. Don't hold me to it, but I think I'm going to be ready to have an announcement on Thursday about something exciting, which I know is so annoying. I hate it when people say that, but let me just have my moment and say it and let you know to tune in on Thursday because I'll at least have an update for you. And then next week's episode is going to be a lot more of a serious episode. I just want to give you a heads up and let you know that October kicks off Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So I wanted a story that was going to fit that theme. And even though it's a little bit more somber, it's an extremely important message that I think is going to impact so many people that listen to it and has the potential to really help people get out of a dangerous situation. So I'm excited about that. And I will see you whenever you decide to tune in next.